Looking to live stronger, longer, and better? Then welcome to Health by Design, hosted by leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. After years of traveling and studying around the world, Roar combines his decades of Western health and fitness knowledge with the many time-driven traditions and secrets of the ancient East to bring you only the best in cutting-edge information and special guest interviews that will have you feeling great, losing weight, and finally grabbing a hold of everything you want out of life. So if you're ready to take control of your body, health, and mind, then it's time for Health by Design. Welcome, everybody, to Health by Design, a podcast for busy, career, and family-focused men and women looking not only to lose weight and feel great, but start living stronger, longer, and most importantly, as I always say, a hell of a lot better. Now, this podcast is not about getting jack swole, shredded, yoked, whatever else they say out there, and killing yourself for a six-pack. In fact, none of my episodes of Health by Design are. Instead, it's about getting to and maintaining a healthy, fit, and strong body to make sure you live better for life and a longer one at that. So if you like the sound of that, hit that subscribe button, share this podcast, and together, let's make this not only a possibility, but a reality. Now, today's episode is one that I've been wanting to make for quite a while. I haven't said I'm pushing it off, but it just keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, but I've really, it's been on the top of my mind. And it's because, you know, it's basically a lot about my life. And it's what we can take away from Asia to lose weight for sure, but live, of course, what am I going to say? Stronger, longer, better. The old SLB. And uh, we'll get to that in just a few moments. But before I wanted to go, I just wanted to remind you again, uh, have you checked out my all new Stronger, Longer, Better Today Masterclass? That's the masterclass where I go over tons of the big rocks that I go over with all my coaching clients. It's absolutely free. It's on demand. You can pick it up, watch it anytime you want, pause it, come back to it later. And you can find that at www.roaralexander.com slash VIP. I found out, by the way, uh, you can't use a capital, so it's not capital VIP. So don't use. I guess. I guess domains are. I did not know this, but apparently they are. Um, so yeah. So I'm pretty sure. I mean, well, let's test it out right now because maybe it was just a weird thing one day. Because I don't want to lie to you. So let's just go to my website, roaralexander.com. Now slash, and I'm going to put in capitals VIP. And oh, the page not found. But if I do in small case uh, VIP. There it is. Okay, so yes, definitely do not use a large VIP. People have been telling me that. Um, and yeah, I checked that out. And yes, it's completely true. So check that out. Now, speaking of my programs, um, reminder that I do only take five to eight clients at one time. And the reason I do that is so I can provide the best service of value possible. Remember, this isn't personal training. This isn't nutrition coaching. This is all around stronger, longer, better lifestyle coaching, right? So I have to be there for you. So unlike, you know, say personal trainers, where they're only concerned about what you're doing in the gym for a few minutes. I uh, I do a lot more, so can't handle that many people. So right now, as of the first week of July 2021 anyways, I have a couple of spaces in both um, my hybrid coaching programs. And hybrid uh, is because they're a mix of live and you know some, some online components as well, pre-recorded. And then there's also the true hybrid, which is a mix of live, which we'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, so you'll know what when I get to the end. So those programs are the Men's Muscle and Mind, of course, and 
women's turn back time. So if you're a guy, men's muscle and mind, it's not just about the body, but about building that mind too. And for women, it's turning back time, right? So what do you get with these? Well, you get live weekly one-on-one coaching calls with me. You get a personalized fitness program, design it for you based on whatever equipment that you happen to have at hand um, or that you know that you could possibly have access to. Your best life, health, and fitness PDF booklet, mini non-exercise activity, thermogenesis activities. These are so important, those neat activities, right? With mini primes, mobilities, abs, all those take less than about 10 minutes. So they're basically mini mobility and mini core workouts that you can do at home in the morning or whatever, get those out of the way. But we track them, we make sure you're getting them done. Nutritional guidance. And that's with my pro team nutritionist. Uh, I mean, she's great at what she does when it comes to like handling the big, big nutrition stuff. And then, of course, you have me there to help you out all with the questions and, you know, any tweaks and that sort of stuff and little modifications and questions that may pop up. Masterclass videos and stress support sessions, um, meditation sessions, stuff like that, mix of live and video recorded. Uh, induction into my stronger. Now, this is kind of new. I actually added this popular demand. Induction to my all-new Stronger Longer Better private coaching Facebook group with weekly Facebook lives and Q&As. Doing a lot on Facebook recently. Um, you know, I've tried out the TikTok, all that sort of stuff, but let's be honest. Like, I deal with, you know, late 30s, 40s, 50s, and even some early 60s. So we're really going to be focused on that Facebook because that's where we are, right? We're not TikTok. We're not Snapchat. So get the fuck out of here with that stuff. Uh, Gender-specific supplement guides. Obviously, if you're you know taking the women's turn back time, you don't want the uh, men's over 40 guide to supplements. A specific program, lifestyle trackers. Those are my lats, my lifestyle tracking uh, sheet. Um, online one-on-one yoga sessions with my wife, who happens to be a yoga certified teacher trained in India and founder of Ahina Yoga. And she's a Thai bodywork master teacher, which will be relevant in about a moment or two. Full support email access, of course, for the entire program. Don't know an exercise? Ask me a nutritional question. Ask me a supplement question. Ask me a tip to building a new habit, something that I've had success with. Ask me. And if I don't know what I will do, I darn best to find out to save you time. That's why I have a pro team at my disposal. They're pretty awesome. Now, if you're in the Vancouver, Canada area, I also offer my program, like I said earlier, which I was leading into with the hybrid stuff, but with live coaching sessions. Some of those sessions are going to be live. So, you know, access to the gym, you can come to my gym, we can do some live sessions there, get you going on your fitness program. And then some of the catch-ups can be live as well, some of the coaching calls can be live. And your choice, again, of those, like I said, my wife's online yoga sessions, or if you're in the area, you can also get, and this is where obviously you can't do this virtual, right? But you can get those Thai bodywork, Thai yoga massage sessions at my clinic office. So if you're in Vancouver area, right, we can pretty much upgrade you to a mix of live and online, which is pretty awesome. Now, to see if you're a really good fit and if I can help you, go to my coaching website at RoarAlexander.com slash free call. So it's RoarAlexander.com slash free call. And you simply fill in the application at the bottom of the page to set up your free coaching discovery call. And that call is with me personally. So there you go. So that's what my programs are. Men's muscle and mind, women's turn back time. So how are you guys doing anyways? I'll tell you this, um, and I'm not complaining. I'm not even. I'm not even really complaining. I'm not even bitching 
Vancouver's been hot. So I don't know if you saw it. I was actually I was actually interviewed on a podcast the other day, uh, which, by the way, I'm going to give you a shout out to a podcast, a new podcast with Matt Morley. Now, Matt Morley. So let's see. Let's start with what his podcast is called, just so I don't get it wrong. It's Green and Healthy Places. Well-being and sustainability in real estate and hospitality. So basically what he does is his show is talking more to businesses, but talking about uh, biophilic design and having nature-inspired environments. So you don't have to, it's not just business to business. It definitely is worth a listen to. Now, Matt Morley was actually on my show uh, a while ago. Let me see if I can find him. I wasn't planning on actually bringing that up, but... uh, Hey, we're here now. So let's see. A greener, cleaner sleep. No, that's not it. Where are we going here? It was definitely in early 2020. I believe that I had Matt on. So just, just hang with me there, guys. Let's do this. Let's count to 10 on our heads, and I'm sure I'll find it by then. You probably hear my kid back there. So where is Matt Morley? Oh, my goodness. This is embarrassing. I can't find Matt. But anyways, he's in there somewhere. If you go through there, Matt Morley is definitely there. And we were actually talking about designing green gyms. Uh, So that was really cool because that's where I found out about him. Oh, there it is. Greener, cleaner, better gyms with Biophilico founder Matt Morley. That was from May 23rd, 2020. And that was an hour and 10 minutes long. So that one was recorded smack dab. Uh, kind of in the middle of that whole COVID thing. We talked about that because I think Spain at that point was in a big lockdown. So guys, check that out. Um, but yeah, we've been in this massive... The reason I guess I brought him up is because he even he said Vancouver was on the news there. One of the hottest cities on the planet. We had temperatures hitting like 47 and 49 degrees in, in, in BC here, which is really unheard of. Uh, and it's, you know, it's because nobody is air conditioning. We're West Coast Canada, right? We do not have... Air conditioner. So air conditioner sold out of Walmart in 30 hours. They sold every air conditioner and every fan. And even this week, I feel as much cooler than that, but even this week, today's 29, and every day this week is supposed to be somewhere between 27 and 29 degrees. Now, what that is in a, what is that in Yankee talk, American talk, Fahrenheit? I don't know. Like 90s or something? I don't know. It's, it's, it's high up there. It's warm. And no air conditioners. Now, luckily, I have a uh, we have a uh, the bottom level of a house. We got, I guess, quote unquote, basement apartment. Even though it's not a basement, we have windows and stuff. I guess we're on the we're in a semi basement, um, so it's much cooler here. So that's all good. But yeah, it's been a pretty crazy week here. But as my son Damon is out there for swimming lessons, um, yeah, I get to take him in the mornings all week. So it's been great for that. So that's what's going on in the Vancouver area now. Some more interesting news in my life is I bought my first stocks back in May. And I don't know if you guys, um, I am very, very ignorant when it comes to anything to do with finances. And one of the things that I really want to do on this podcast over this year, and that's why I'm bringing it up, because if you happen to be one of these people, please, please feel free to reach out with me. If you're in preferably Canada, but the United States as well, just because I think you know, the way the financial system works is probably less. So I don't really want to hear, you know, no offense, but like if you're in Europe and stuff like that or Africa, it's probably not going to help out as much. Again, it could be wrong. Some of this stuff is universal. Some of it's a little local, but you get the idea. But my goal is to really increase my financial education, my financial knowledge over 2021, because that's where I'm ignorant. A lot of people listening, a lot of people listening to the show might be, you know, might maybe health, fitness, exercise, nutrition, healthy lifestyle. Maybe that's not your thing. That's why you're listening. For me, it's like, okay, I understand financials. So what kind of stuff am I talking about? Well, first-time mortgages, right? Because now I'm getting into that, you know, time. 
which is much later than most people's time. But you know, mortgages, um, you know, retirement accounts, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. First-time mortgages specifically, and even more specific, I'd like to talk about you know, but what what do people need to know to going from mortgage? Particularly, I've heard in in BC or Canada, it's even harder now. Just some new law passed. I, I don't like I don't know anything about this stuff. That's why I want to ask somebody. Uh, but yeah, first-time mortgages, what do you need to do, how much you need down, like all that sort of stuff would be interesting. Uh, next one is stocks, because stocks, like I said, I bought my first stocks in May. Um, and again, I don't know what these things are. People are like, well, meme stock. I'm like, I don't know. I bought AMC. All I did is I did this. I went, hey, COVID is kind of ending. I think people are going to be really dying to get back to normal. So I'm going to buy stocks that I think will go back up. That probably had a hard time. And I bought uh, Airbnb which has gone up since I bought it, about 5 or 6%. I bought uh, IMAX. So I bought some IMAX, which eh, nah, that's not great, but I think it'll go. Uh, AMC, I don't know what the deal is with that. I've been watching some YouTube videos on that. So I'll just give you a long story short. I bought it at $9 US, and right now it's worth $60 US. And there are all these like, take it to the moon. It's going to be worth hundreds of dollars. I don't know. So, But right now it's like 500% up from what I bought it for. So um can't complain about that. And then, uh, what's the other? Oh, then I bought Cineplex, which is the Canadian movie theater. So if AMC is the big chain in the States, uh, Cineplex is the big one in Canada. That one, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like a nickel up and a nickel down. So right now I'm down on it. But, oh, but all in all, the other three are up and they're all in American dollars. So that's good. But definitely talking to somebody about stocks, you know, because I watch these YouTube videos and I have no clue what they're talking about. I have zero clue. I, I can't even. I can't even make up words because I don't know what they're talking about. Um, then I would like to talk to somebody about credit scores. I think learning more about credit scores and how to raise your credit score, particularly if it's bad, because I'll be honest. Like back in the day, I've made a lot of silly errors. Um, most of them are cleared up now, but there's still little things I think I could do to improve it for sure. Because I think your your credit score is probably going to relate back to mortgages. I'm sure vacation property mortgages that's what i was kind of getting to earlier because that's really more where i'm looking and i'd like to even get into crypto so people talking about crypto because I, I still don't understand that invisible coins it's just like the only coins i know is super mario <laughs> so yeah that's more about where i am on crypto i bought a hundred dollars in ethereum and from what i understand it's worth like 70 dollars. so i'm like okay well so far i'm, I'm much happier with the, the hard stocks but again i don't know about that stuff so like i said if you're one of those people you know a lot about this. this is what you do for a living. Feel more than free to reach out to me. Um, so getting back to summertime, yeah, I got Damon. You know, Damon's in. Uh, got him in some camps. He's going to visit his grandma for weeks, so I can get lots of recording done. But really cool. I found this one jujitsu school. They do jujitsu, karate, and stuff, and they offer an after-school program. So in September, I'm probably going to put him in an after-school program. It's pretty cool, actually. They pick your kid up. And they take him uh, to the school, and they, he does jujitsu and boxing on different days. They have a classroom, there's snacks and everything. And uh, it's, but yeah, they, you don't have to pick him up till six, so that's pretty awesome. So you basically drop him off in the school at about eight forty in the morning, and then pick him up again at six. And the price is really good. Same prices for him just going across the street to the uh, you know the childcare, and you know, just playing with toys and watching TV. This way, he's getting jujitsu out of it, so much better, which is pretty cool. And finally. I've been spending a lot of time this week because, um, like I said, you know, the, the looking back at the, you know, I'm looking at the financial stuff, but I guess a lot of it is the reason I'm, I want to know more about this is because I'm looking at my five-year goal. If, if you if you follow me a bit, you may have heard me talking about my five-year plan, uh, which is now the four-year plan, and the part of a big 
part of my plan, kind of the the apex that we are reaching towards, what will make this five-year plan a success is if we is if we get to do what we want to do, and that is get, build, or buy a home in Thailand. And not just any home. I don't want to just own a home. What we're looking for is something with at least a thousand square meters because I'm going to start up um well, it's, it's a combination of things, but on my side, so all on my side, and then there's the wife's side. So my side is going to be a stronger, longer, better retreats for my clients. So that's anybody who's done health coaching with me, uh, anybody who's you know kind of in my system, following me, doing the thing uh, that I've been you know helping live stronger, longer, better. They'll be able to come and spend five days with us in Thailand at our home retreat. So we're looking at a Bali style villa. Oh, man, I mean, I'm telling you, there's so much cool stuff I have planned. And the beautiful thing about Thailand, what we'll get to in the point of this podcast, too, is this stuff you can do um, where it's not you're jumping through billions of red tapes. That guy, I probably couldn't even do it here. There'd be, it, just, it probably just wouldn't happen if I was to try to do it in Canada. But luckily, I don't want to do it in Canada. But, I mean, beaches, saunas, uh, strength and conditioning, real Muay Thai, um, Thai food, fire pits. I mean, just some really cool stuff we got coming. Um, and like I said, we're one year into that. And so far, we're, we're actually further along on my five-year plan than uh, I thought I'd be in one year from now. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And then I've also joined recently this uh, business coaching course that – I think is really could even help me move this five-year plan to a three-year plan. So really excited about that. But that's what's new with me, guys. So we'll get to get on to today's episode. But before we do, just a quick note that this episode is brought to us by thegreenbedstore.com. Now that's the greenbedstore.com. Don't put in just greenbedstore.com. It's the greenbedstore.com. And the Green Bed Store, what they have is uh, basically uh, Eve St. Hilaire, the guy that owns the company. It's this the healthiest, cleanest bed you can sleep on because it's important to get good sleep, but it's also very important to get what you're sleeping on. So you're not breathing in chemicals and just junk all night long. So think of it as, you know, sleep is another, it's a nutrient for your body. I'm talking about air, sleep, but what you're sleeping on is just as important. So use the code, go check out his bed, and if you get, end up getting the entire DOS balancer, better balancer DOS, um, Talalay Latex, natural wood is great. Use the code HBD2021 at checkout, and you'll receive a free 100% wool organic duvet matched to the size of your bed with any balancer DOS bed order. So make sure you guys check that out. And now let's get on to today's episode. So starting off, I want to make it very clear that I am not romanticizing Asia. Okay, it isn't this isn't this it isn't the land of milk and honey. It it's it's got a lot of problems, right? It's, it does. It has a lot of problems. If I loved it that so much, why would I be living in Vancouver, right? Even though uh, you know, there's <laughs> they got something they got in Hong Kong because actually we have the biggest Asian population outside of an Asian city. Uh, but it's cool. I mean, hell, the wife's Thai and the kids half Thai, so it's all good. But you know, they definitely don't have it figured out, and I would not want to spend all my days over there. And they got a number of issues, right? You look at Japan; they got the high work suicide. They even have a term for it. I mean, their offices need to set timers to tell people to go out. 
Hong Kong, when I lived there, man, it was 12-hour minimum days. And if you're not willing to work 12 hours, they'll find somebody else. You know, they work hard. They play hard. Uh, one of the reasons I left Hong Kong is just because I did not like that lifestyle. You know, dinner's at 11 p.m. Uh, up at 6 or 7. I just, no, it just was not working for me. Of course, you got high pollution. I mean, you got plastic like a mother there, you know. Smoke, smells, wires, rats, cockroaches. Hell, even in our house, they caught a cobra, right? Now, when I talk about pollution, I mean, you got Indonesia, right? They used to just go out there and they would just they throw all their tires and their bottles and their Pepsi bottles and all the plastic bottles. They just light them on fire in the front yard. I mean, just... Terrible. There was, you know, stories about them. You know, you get these like deep fried bananas, and they would actually throw plastic bags into the cooking oil because it made them crispier. I mean, just things like that. So, definitely, I'm saying, you know, like pollution. I mean, I believe it's like what is it? China, Vietnam, Philippines, and Thailand are the highest polluting countries in the world. I mean, air quality just terrible. And like I said before, air is a nutrient, so you got to take that into consideration, right? Then, of course, you got you know, you got freedom of speech. You know, you, you want to test it, go to China and join a protest against the gover- uh, communist government. See how that goes for you, right? Go to Thailand and say something bad about the royal family. Good luck, right? <laughs> you got tons of just blatant corruption. You know, you got Thai mafia, taxi mafia. It's, you know, I mean, it's just scams going left, right, and center. Um, you know, they don't really go to gyms and that's pros and cons. Like I said, you know, we'll find out, but you know, I think the gym culture is not super popular there and I think it, it, it's growing. Um, but you know, there wasn't a lot of gyms there. The gyms there weren't super awesome necessarily most of the time. Uh, you definitely don't want to have for the most part a real, real major medical problem when you're there, especially if you don't have insurance. Now saying that little medical things like going to the doctor, even just getting some antibiotics, I was super easy, small stuff like that. I mean, you're like, wow. I mean, what did you watch? Hangover 2, I think, uh, where the, the one dude got stitches and he says it cost him like $12. <laughs> so, but something serious, you, you don't want to be there for that, right? Uh, and then, of course, finally, the infrastructure. I don't know if you've been there. India, you know. Uh, it's Indonesia burning uh, a traffic in, in Manila, India, again, air pollution. I mean, I think New Delhi just holds the record every day for just like terrible killer air pollution. The crossing a road in Vietnam, the, really, the whole thing is what you do is you basically just close your eyes and stick out your hand and go for it. Thailand, uh, no sidewalks, right? When we would push Damon around when he had the, the carriage, oh my God, it was terrible. No sidewalks, no wheelchair stuff. There are big problems with that. So infrastructure is terrible. But, so compared to that, right, Vancouver is a quality of life dream come true. I mean, the wife loves it here. I mean, she loves it here. But at the same time, you know, there's big parts of Thailand and Asia, period, that we miss. Um, and one of the things, like I said, talking about is the retreats, right? Because you, you can do a lot in many parts of Asia, and you don't need a lot of permits. You can get away with a whole lot. It's not all the red tape you have here. I mean, just goddamn. Try opening a coffee shop here in Vancouver. It, it costs you t- tens, tens to hundred thousands of dollars. I don't know. I can open one there for 50 bucks. <laughs> Literally, the wife had a smoothie bar outside of her house where she used to sell smoothies. And I think the whole thing cost us like 300 bucks to set up. And she made her money back on that in the first week. So definitely a lot of stuff you can do. But there is a lot of stuff when it comes to our health that 
we can take. Now, there's stuff that we can give too. Like I said, I was over there for seven years. I give a lot. I have a fitness academy over there. So we give, but there's a lot more. I think a lot more that we can take than what we can give. So they offer more uh, value, in my opinion, than we really give back to them when it comes to overall health and wellness. So what are we going to start with? I got, I got, what do I got? I got 10 points we're giving over the mall, and I'll just start listening to them and giving you my thoughts. So the first one is just there. We can look at, I guess the best one to look at is Japan, right? For the Japan's traditional furniture culture, just the, 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 the decor in many just basic traditional sort of Thailand houses or Asia houses is very minimal. Now, I'm not talking about the new fancy condos they build because you know, that's the thing. Western culture is taking over a lot, but I'm talking about the traditional, the traditions of Asia uh, and you know, India that we can take away. And the, my favorite one, really, like I said, is Japan. You know, a lot of floor sitting, a lot of minimalism, a lot of thought given into, okay, if we're going to have decor, if we're going to have things, you know, are they functional? Are they aesthetic? Are they overwhelming? So that's a big one for me. You know, you got feng shui that comes from there, which is about the flow of things. But for right now, you know, we're just going to talk about the it's a floor sitting, right? So they do a lot in Asia. There's a lot of what they call neat, right? Which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It's just a neat lifestyle. Even in Asia, in Thailand, I said, you know, we sit on the floor a lot. At our house, we just sit on the floor. And we went up to visit the wife's family. They'd be sitting on the floor. Um, Japan, as you you guys have seen it. They have the traditional, the floor sitting chairs, the floor sitting tables, the, just the tatami, where they call it tatami or whatever, beds, just basically a floor bed. And we've brought that back to our house. Now, right now, we're a bit weird because we have a bed. And I use the bed. The wife actually sleeps on a mat on the floor. And we both feel better sleeping on the floor. But just the, the thing we have for the floor is just not big enough. So we're actually going to be selling our bed. And we're just going to move back to sleeping on the floor. But we're going to make it look nice. It's not just going to be some nasty-ass mattress on the floor. It's actually not going to be a mattress. We're going to have a basically a two-inch uh, Talalay latex from the green bed store. Uh, foam, what, I don't really call it foam, but Talalay latex topper. And I'm going to put a wood framer on it. We're going to have a nice king-size floor bed. And you guys have seen my house probably if you haven't, you know, it's Instagram pictures. We have very minimal furniture. We sit on the floor a lot. Uh, we have a lot of floor cushions. And then even the two chairs we got, we got what's called the Papasan chairs, which we can flip up because we can use them as meditation chairs too, which we do. We can sit them cross-legged and stuff like that. So nice thing is they can move. And they're not the most comfortable, like Japan's culture, that furniture, it's not the most comfortable furniture. It's made for moving. So... Just bringing in a lifestyle that is focused on moving more and just less sitting in that 90 degree angle. Now, we can Western that up, like I said, by getting some cooler floor cushions. Uh, it doesn't have to look, you know, quote unquote Easter, but even a standing desk, right? Things like that. Just think of saying, hey, how can I take the values, the philosophies of this traditional, you know, Asian culture, which is really not about, you know, just complete comfort. And add it into my house. Silly things like um, a squatty potty, right? Which you because you go to you go to you go to anywhere in uh, traditional Asia, you'll see the toilets holes in the ground. 
squats. So white people just white people. We just can't use the damn things, right? We have such troubles. Um, but a squatty potty is where it's a thing. It goes around your toilet. You sit in and it makes you sit in a deep squat position, where it's actually much healthier for you. So that sort of stuff, right? All that we have, all that stuff, and that was all influenced by um, you know just for what I've seen. And I know just about Japan, but also just what I've seen traveling throughout India and Asia. Actually, when we open our retreat, we're going to have a coffee shop, and it's called the No Sit Cafe. And there's going to be no, it's going to be all floor sitting. It's either floor sitting or standing. Um, it's part of our Boho Cafe line, another dream that I would like to do one day. But yeah, it's all been inspired mostly by Asia, actually by India a lot, I should say. By India a lot, because that's we always look for places that had floor sitting. We were like, well, we're in India, we're not sitting in chairs and tables. So there's no Starbucks. No, no we draw the line there. So that's number one. Number two is just being mindful of food, right? Just sitting down and enjoying your food, planning for it. A lot of the times in uh, Thailand, particularly, because that's where I spent most of my time. So it's, you know, I did most of my living there. But even Hong Kong, uh, even more so Taiwan, I would say, than Hong Kong. But Taiwan, I mean, from what I saw in Hong Kong anyway. But you have, you just have your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. It's kind of at the same time. And you just enjoy your food. So you're just being more mindful of eating. Just eat slower. Take your time. Chew your food. And I'm going to tell you guys, I am terrible at this. The wife is always yelling at me. So don't eat in front of the TV, right? That's probably one of the biggest ones. Try next time you eat and, and try to do this. Just try to do this. You know, for the next two weeks. Every time I eat, I'm going to do a, a couple things. Number one is I'm going to be sitting. I'm not going to eat standing. I'm not going to eat on the go. That's a big one. In Asia, in Asia, like when I was at, you sat down. That was one thing. Second thing is don't watch your screens, right? So do not watch your screens. Just sit there. And enjoy your food. Now, I actually said I had 10 points earlier, but I just noticed that uh, number two was mindful of food. And number four was sit and enjoy non-rushed eating, which kind of is mindful of food. So we actually have nine points today. So we're going to just edit that right now. And that's going to mess up my numbers. So I'm not going to count numbers anymore because I'll screw up. (laughs) But being mindful of your food, sitting down, just taking the time. Now, Another thing you'll see about Asia, there's a lot of them when it comes to food because they're just, the fact is, they're just leaner than us and they don't have the diet culture we do. Go over there and ask them, well, is this keto? Is this, is this keto? Is this, is this Mesopotamian or I don't know, what the Mediterranean or this is, is, is this paleo friendly? You know, they're, they, they, they don't know the fuck what you're talking about, right? My wife came over. She's like, why is everybody here on some weird ass diet? I said, it's just our thing. So, the next point is, you know, smaller serving sizes. When it comes to your food, just a few things. Smaller serving sizes. Just eat smaller amounts. And if you're hungry, then use what they would call what we call volumization. Eat, you know, so quote unquote free foods. Those are foods that take up a lot of room on your plate, but have little. I don't want to say no calories because they have, you know, but little calories. Think like sprouts, cauliflower, you know, greens, that sort of stuff. Any, most any non, you know, really starchy vegetable. You know, you can eat tons of those and they're not going to have that many calories. So, but focus on smaller serving sizes. Measure out your serving sizes. Or use a measuring cup. Go back to the, okay, is the meat the size of my palm? Is the 
complex carbs, whatever it is, potatoes, rice, you don't care, oatmeal. Is it the size of my fist? And then the free, the, 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 the so-called, you know, free foods go nuts on it. So that size, serving sizes, along with that, is it just fresh whole foods, right? Is it minimally processed foods? In Asia, you just get, there's not, there, there, it's growing, of course, don't get me wrong, but even when you go out and eat Thai street food, it's all good quality food. They buy it at the market. You know, some of the cooking ways they cook it might not be the best. A lot of deep frying stuff like that. Like I said, in Indonesia, now you got fried bananas. Sure, they were they were deep fried in plastic, but you know they were still bananas, right? Um, obviously, I'm kidding there. But you know, fresh foods is you know really important. You just look at and you know look at just Japan, right? Sushi that is a fucking artwork, right? So they put a lot of just time and effort into the food. Again, it's kind of going back to the mindful. Sushi be my, like these guys are art and they're making it. I mean, that's why you literally have to learn the art of sushi. But smaller serving sizes, fresh food, and just, I don't know what, what is it? Just, just enjoying your food better, not just scarfing it down, right? So two and three. And then uh, point four, another one you'll see in Asia, sharing foods. Again, why is this important? Because, again, it allows you to communicate. You have the communication time, the social time. But it's also probably going to cut down on the amount of calories you're eating because you guys are all sharing. So my wife, again, she finds it so weird, you know, like the, the you know, what she calls the, you know, the flungs, which is basically just means white people. We all order our own gigantic plates of food, and we don't share, and we don't really communicate a lot. So we always, almost, 80% of our meals at the house here are always sharing foods. So again, it's just taking the time to enjoy the food and enjoy the people that are around you. You'll be hard in Thailand when that bell goes off. The people go out and nobody, very few people sit by themselves. There are always groups of at least two, four. I mean, when we had the smoothie bar, there'd be six, seven, sometimes eight. Sometimes the whole office would be eating together. I right, when you go to her house, the whole family sits down and eats. They're all sitting on the floor, and we're eating foods. We're sharing foods together. So, yeah, so those are the first four. And I'd say, you know, the, so what do we got? We got the furniture, mindful food, uh, you know, the quality and just the size of the food, and then the sharing of foods. Have you been thinking about getting into meditation or maybe taking your meditation practice to the next level? Or maybe you're one of those people that says, I can't do meditation because I just can't keep my mind from running all over the place. Or finally, maybe you just love to try a new practice. Well, Mandela Blooms may be just what you need to optimize your meditation, yoga, and mindfulness practice. Thing is, there are many types of meditation, closed eye, mindful movement, walking, breath focus, mantra, and even open eye focus meditation. And Mandela Mats and Cushions by Mandela Blooms could be the perfect addition to your home or studio practice. For those of you new to Mandela's, they are geometric pattern artworks that have been used for over a millennia to help open eye meditation focus and even get into trance-like states. And all the Mandela patterns from Mandela Blooms are original, hand-painted, then reprinted by meditation and yoga advocate and Mandela artist Carolyn Trotter. And they make a great addition to your Zen zone, yoga space, professional studio, mindfulness practice, or even just hanging out in your living room or bedroom. Check them out at www.mandalablooms.com and use the code HEALTHHBD, that's just one word, HEALTHHBD, to save 10% on your order. And with that, let's get back to being mindful on this episode of Health by Design. So the next one we want to think about is 
the values that we place on food. You see, here in the West, we value food for really the taste. That's about it. We value food for its taste. This tastes good. I want to eat more of this. But food has so much more value to it than just tasting good. Sure, tasting good's important, right? But in Asia, you'll see a lot of things when it comes to the Asian cooking. One of the biggest things you'll hear about in traditional Asian cooking is a focus on and a balance of the five, or in, in India, it's the six flavors, right? So here in the West, we have this real obsession with, obviously, what's the first one, right? Sweet. Everything is hyper sweet. Everything's been hyper refined to be sweet. You know, they talk about it all the time. They always talk about the amount of added sugar in everything, and it's true. We have a big fascination of sweet. And then, of course, salty, you know, potato chips, french fries, you name it, salties and everything, and fatty, right? So those are the three big ones that we do here. I believe it's called unami or something like that, whatever they call it. But, but it's sweet, salty, and fatty. Those are the ones that we really focus on. And we tend to ignore almost entirely or avoid Unless it's sweet and sour, you know, again, that's because, you know, the, the, the sweet's got to be in there and overpowering. But there's also sour and, of course, there's bitter, right? So bitter vinegar, bitter greens. Bitters, there's, I mean, I can't remember all the, they're very good for you. They have to do with the digestion and all that sort of stuff and gallbladder all that. But, you know, irrelevant, it doesn't really matter. You don't have to get into, well, well bitter, you got to eat bitter because it's good for us. No, just Eating more sour and bitter foods. And of course, in, in, in Thailand, you know, or, or in India, anyways, they, they, they consider spicy or that hot. They consider that an actual flavor. There's arguments about that, whether it's a flavor or it's just a property of the food. But it's really, I mean, Thailand is spicy. But, you know, just starting to focus and enjoy just more of the, the, the all the different flavors that food has to offer and not being so obsessed with the sweet, salty, and fatty. And in fact, you can retrain your taste buds to taste the sweetness in less sweet foods. Like to me, I can't even drink things like Pepsi and Coke anymore. The sweetness is just overwhelming. And nowadays, I might even find lately, you know, in the last couple of years, I've been really to I can taste like I eat salads a lot with very little dressing or anything, and I can taste the sweetness in all the different vegetables, and I really enjoy. Like what we, we, you know, we last night, for instance, we had the food, we had this food, and then we just eat, we were just eating beet leaves. Like really, just went to our garden, picked beet leaves, raw beet leaves. We just ate them, just bitter beet leaves, and they were good. And just lettuce, we just picked lettuce from the garden. We were just eating big leaves of lettuce with nothing on it. Cayenne peppers, we eat those a lot. So, you know, they when in a lot you'll see is they they focus on not just the flavors, but the balance of flavors, but really important, especially in Indian Ayurvedic medicine, Chinese traditional Chinese medicine food, is the medicinal values of foods. And I talk about this, I believe, in my master class. But you know, just enjoying food and Starting to think of what it is that food does for your body, you know, like when you eat those carrots, you eat green foods, you you just say to yourself, "Hey, you know what? 
I'm eating these carrots. I'm eating this orange food, these orange peppers or whatever because of the lutein in them because I know it's really good for my eyes. The greens, they're great because they help to dechlorinate. Not dechlorinate. They help to um, you know make my, what do they call it? De- deodorize your body. Uh, they got fiber in them. You, you got omega-3s when you eat that. Oh, that's food for your brain. So you just start thinking and focusing on the medicinal values the purple foods are great for the heart they're great for the arteries so whenever we eat foods like i buy beets and i just eat cans of beets and i'm just like you know they're great for you know blood flow Woo-hoo. but you know but i also know they're just great for the cardiovascular system in general so that's what i'm thinking about when i'm eating and then when i was a kid i hated beets right but that's the stuff i think about now is i think about the medicinal values of foods when i'm eating my eggs i add in turmeric powder in them now i don't want to say it makes them it doesn't make them taste better it doesn't make them taste worse it's kind of neutral i mean do i add it in because i'm like oh wow it just makes them taste so much better no Uh, i just add it in because i know it's good for my joints and stuff so i need it and even if it does make the eggs let's just say arguably not taste as good my scrambled eggs not as good is if I was to just eat them regular, I still always add turmeric and black pepper into my scrambled eggs because I'm focusing on the medicinal value of the food. And that's what you see a lot in traditional uh, Asian and probably European culture too. I don't know as much about that, but in traditional Asian nutrition, there's going to be that focus on the medicinal value of foods and the connection value that the foods bring, which is why they're always eaten together. Next point is, you know, having a community mindset. So again, this podcast is about living fucking better. Okay, it's not just about living healthier. You know, it's not just about living leaner, living less fat. I mean, yeah, that's that's all important, but living better and having a mindset of a community Right, so being involved, involving yourself with the local community, involving yourself with groups, surrounding yourself with like-minded people, helping each other out when they need it. Now, I'm not a big, big, honestly, big social person, but I've still been doing a little more lately. I've joined, like I said, I've joined this coaching group where you have to be in a community more. And I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it a lot. I've started to comment more on YouTube videos that I watch and stuff like that and get a little more community going. And in turn, it's, it's, it's helping me too. I'm getting followers back and stuff. So I'm coming up with a more communal mindset and I have done a little more volunteer work and want to do some more volunteer work in the future. And one of the things that I want to do actually with my community, with my, the way I want to do it, is by giving back. So that's why with my business, uh, my Health by Design coaching and even Thrive Academy to a point, I want to better community areas by building uh, what I call Zen Zones, which is like um, I want to bring the the stone path, pathway, barefoot pathways to different parks and different communities, right? To try to get people to kick off their shoes a little more. Maybe have a plaque there that talks about, you know, why it's nice to walk barefoot on rocks, all the nerves in your feet, blah, blah, blah. Get into some of the science. And and then have a grassy patch in the middle. And, you know, I would just love to drive by and see somebody, hey, walking around on my barefoot ring one day, maybe some, and then the grassy knoll in the middle would be a meditation spot, right? So that's the kind of stuff I want. I want to give back to community like that or even upgrading gyms. I mean, I've got a couple ideas, but my main one that I'd really like to do is starting to add in Zen zones just around the world. I think that would just be really cool. Adding physical 
and some spiritual into the communities and kind of a, a fun, very non-aggressive uh, way. I think that would be a really fun time and a little bit out of the out of the ordinary, at least here in the West. Uh, happy with less, right? It's just crazy, but over here we're just we're just a bunch of depressed, bitchy people. We just always go, and now there's nothing wrong with that. I think, you know, sometimes I look and I go, man, I'm like, it's like kind of like I see a lot of people, especially up in the in the country, like it's like their families, like oh, okay, you guys don't have a lot of drive to do much of anything. I mean, I don't think I can live like that. But the fact is, you know, they're happy with an, an old TV with some old cable. And you know, one air conditioner in the whole house, a few fans, but they're just happy with it. There's, there's not that. I don't know. It's just, it's just very weird. So, I just being happy with less is something. So, be happy. Understand where you are, your place, and really just how much we have. Even a hundred years ago, if it was a hot week like like it was, or anywhere you're living, you didn't have air conditioning, right? Like, holy crap! Like, you have like people fanning you, right? <laughs> So we're just so lucky to have what we have today. But for some reason, the West here, we have this thing where you got to keep up with the keep up with the you know keep up with the neighbors, keep up with the, with the Joneses, whatever it's called. And you just don't need to do that. So just be happy with less. Saying that there's nothing more with wanting more as long as you don't let it take over. And just celebrating the little wins. And if you find you're one of those people, like every time you get to something and it just doesn't make, there's something, there's literally something missing. And one of the best things you could probably do is do some traveling so you can see what the rest of the world, which is a huge part of the world, what they don't have, what you have. And it might just bring you back to reality a little bit. And you might find that you are quite a bit happier with less. I mean, the price I pay for this two bedroom in Vancouver would have got me a one room nothingness in Hong Kong, right? So. I'm very quite happy with what we have. Now, I can sit around and go, oh, boy, the people might they got uh, Teslas and they don't you know how they are. But no, I'm completely happy with what Yeah, do I? Is there more I want? Sure. But I'm not stressed about it. It's not on my mind. Um, you know, the next thing we can learn, obviously, you know, local wellness traditions is huge. I really think you guys should really learn. If you haven't, you know, take up yoga. Try out some Muay Thai if you haven't done it. Definitely definitely try out some meditation and there's so many styles of meditation like you heard my ad for the mandela blooms i mean that's an open eye meditation right see there's open eye there's closed eye there's guided i like if you're new into it my opinion is guided is the way to go we're sitting there and somebody helping you and guiding you through it so it's something to focus on um yeah and there's so many styles of yoga too like i said my wife does a hina yoga and which a hina yoga is a mix of kind of traditional hatha with thai yoga or lucy Dutton. you know tibet has their own style of yoga there's, there's quite a few qigong uh, tai chi all those are really basically forms of yoga to a point i mean i think they all rooted from there if we were to look back far enough i mean you have things like tea ceremonies there's even things like coffee meditation you know meditating while you make your coffee so Lots of really cool wellness traditions. If you've never had a real Thai massage, get a Thai massage. Even massages, period, right? They, those have been around for a long time. Steam rooms, sauna rooms, um, you know, like cold dips. There's just so many wellness traditions that all come from, you know, Asia or, uh, you know, very old Europe that we can start to enjoy. And then finally, the last point. And this is something that I think everybody should have in their home, at least to an extent. 
is what I call a Zen zone. And I got the idea of these from yeah, a lot from Asia, but I would say specifically from India. In India, they have what's called a puja room, which if you're traditional, if you're building a traditional house following like the Vastu Shastra sort of um, philosophy and method, you'd have a prayer area in your house and they, they actually would have rooms called a puja room, which just means prayer room. But having a meditation or a, a, a soft zone in your house where it's not just a chair in front of the TV, but where you can have a spot where you can just sit, unwind. Maybe that's where you practice your yoga. Maybe it's where you can sit, read a book. Maybe it's where you can strum on your guitar. Maybe it's where you can do some meditation. It's just a breathing practice. I mean, we ours is a little more of a, you know, quote-unquote, traditional Eastern look. So what we have, if you haven't seen it, it's on Instagram, I believe, but it's a... We have a corner and uh, we have a white brick wall and some white wood. So yeah, it's kind of a nice little area. Lots of plants. There are tons of plants. So we have a green wall up above it. It's kind of under a window, but to the left of the window. And we have a floor cushion. We have another, we have a couple of Zafus and Zabutans there. The main point, I guess, is we have a um, that Papasan chair I was telling you about, which we can flip up so it's kind of bowl shaped. And then you can sit on that. We can do meditation. And we have this really cool. We have some nice, you know, Thai artwork that we bought at one of the markets there, right before we moved back to Canada, hanging above there. Um, you know, a couple Buddhisty things, and then a light that sits above, right above that, that shines directly down. And that's our low blue, low green light bulb that we use at night. So it's nice, nice. It's a very nice, calming area of the house, but it doesn't look out of. It doesn't look like wow, that's just such a weird looking corner. Uh, it just it blends. It just really blends in with our decor style. But you don't have to go, you don't have to go Eastern at all. If you're really into music, then have go get yourself a really like you know. Sometimes I'll see that the, the liquor store I go to sometimes they have, uh, or even the grocery store they have like you know they'll have like a, a Pink Floyd say you know poster like a frame poster with like a gold album in it. You know and you, you, the betting starts at like two hundred dollars or whatever. But if you're into music. Like in med- in, yo- in uh, Thailand, I had what I call my rock and roll room, right? Which is my meditation and yoga room. But it was all music. You know, I had my guitar in there. Um, I had a projector on the wall that I could follow and do some yoga. But the, all what I did is I took all my favorite albums. And when I was in China, it was really good printing, really good price on printing. And I had all my favorite albums uh Basically, the covers turn into these pictures, framed pictures that I could hang up. So I had this really cool music. But that was my, it was, it was a music inspired because I love the music. So it was a music inspired yoga room. So had nothing, you, there's nothing Eastern about that room at all besides the fact that you did some yoga in it. But it was very much, a, um, you know, just black foam floor, white walls, music stuff in there. And that was it. I think I even had a laser on the other side just for fun. So it doesn't have to be, you know, like I said, doesn't have to be all soft and zen and, you know, like a gold Chinese gat waving, nothing like that, right? It can be anything you want. Um, but it's just the, the rules are, you know, it has to be relaxing and calm for you, whatever that would mean. So that was my, that's the last point. So that's a Zen zone. So that's it, guys. So that's the sort of stuff that you can take away from. Uh, well, for me, like I said, it's taken away from Asia. I'm sure a lot of cultures have it. So it's other things, things that we can take away from other cultures. But for me, because my experience is really in Asia, that's sort of the, the main stuff that I took away from there. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Health by Design. And I will be back to you again very soon. 
This has been the Health by Design podcast with Canada's leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to Health by Design through your favorite podcast provider. And then don't forget to join me at www.roaralexander.com to stay up to date with my latest blogs, speaking events, and exclusive interviews with guests from all around the world. While you're there, be sure to check out my coaching options to help you on your own personal health journey, set up your free call, and together, let's see how I can help you starting today. And until next time, remember, I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and as always, better.